0: foodie films is brought to you by the cage club podcast network for all things cage club related head on over to cageclub.me that's cageclub.me Hey there foodies and welcome back to another episode of foodie films of course this is your host your chef de cinema cuisine kyle reinfried what's going on what's happening how are you foodies this is episode 99 can you believe it this journey that we've been on episode 99 that just oh man that's uh, it just makes me so happy um also recently on Instagram, we got to we're over three thousand followers, which is just awesome. And uh, you know with Spotify doing those different the the counts and the information they're giving, I see that I think it was something like thirteen or sixteen countries people are listening to the podcast in, which is just amazing. And it's just, you know in, in the end of the day, the you know those are just those are numbers, but. It makes me happy because it makes me realize that uh, for the lack of travel and the lack of shared meals, I'm still connecting with people and where you guys are, you know, listening to me, you're hearing all these, you know, stories from great people that work in the industry, this industry that people are just, you know soldiers in right now they are they are fighting for their livelihoods they are fighting for their their passions and it just i'm just so proud to you know have a way to showcase their stories and then just the fun movies we're talking and all the great conversations i get to have with you know friends about movies and you know some new people too and it's just this podcast is uh, you know, it's a creative outlet for me. and again, if I can't sit down and share meals with a bunch of people and meet new people all across the world, this is this is a great way to do it. So thank you, thank you, thank you, foodies. It means the world to me. And with with that excitement, I want to uh, let you guys know that since this is the 99th episode, I feel like I kind of hinted at it. Maybe when Brian was on or I feel like I said something, but I, I want I wanted to do something for the hundredth episode. You know, you guys remember when I had that live episode at Yonkers Brewery? That was for Brian's hundredth episode of high school slumber party. And that was a really cool thing that he set up and that we did. And I wasn't I wasn't gonna do something like that. I mean maybe if we weren't if the pandemic was totally over, maybe I would have done something like that. But I just wanted to kind of get a few people together. And I had a few ideas churning, and I just really, you know, with the spikes and everything like that, I just don't know what to do. And on top of that, it's, you know, with the spikes and everything like that, and just trying to be as safe as possible, it's really hard to, uh, you know, record with people in person. And then, you know, if they can, then getting them equipment or explaining them how to record. And just troubles that I won't <laughs> fully explain to you right now. So with episode 99... I don't know next week, you know, what, it's going to be the 23rd, right? It's just two days before Christmas. I mean, I just, I don't know what to re- it's not going to be what I want to do for the 100th episode. So, I mean, I have to release a little something, right? It's Christmas. Uh, I just don't know what yet, but then I- I'm going to take a little uh, winter break, we'll call it, maybe. Maybe a month, maybe a little longer. I want to back catalog uh, a bunch of episodes, and just because, like I said, it's it's pretty getting getting difficult to do the week by week, and I'd I'd rather take a little break, a little winter siesta, <laughs> instead of going you know every other week like I I did for a little while. So um, yeah, well, thanks for listening to me ramble on about that, but I will definitely. I got to post something, right? Maybe a mini episode, something talking Christmas. Wish you guys a Merry Christmas and all all, all happy holidays. to Tonica right now. Um, yeah, all of that other stuff aside, got a great episode for you today. It's a first cut episode. I'm talking with Michael Casolino. He is a Jersey boy just like me. He's got two restaurants in Jersey City, a Portuguese one, a new Brazilian one hear all about it uh i i met him the other night when dining at his new restaurant and he was, he was very very kind very energetic just such a passionate guy all about authenticity and i can't wait for you to hear a story and by the way you're gonna get this when you're listening through the episode you've lost that loving feeling whoa that love and feeling that will come up or <laughs> kind of come up anyway without further ado here i go talking with michael when coming here the other night i was with my girlfriend and her friend and i was like oh they must have removed like just the depth of the place i forgot no, you didn't. know
1: oh you so you had been here before yeah, I've been to uh, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is going to be phase two of the project. Oh, uh, okay. It's going to be like a high-end cocktail bar.
0: Oh, like, awesome.
1: Yeah, 1920s vibe. Oh, like a know. little speakeasy kind yeah, of vibe. I, mean, or, I don't or, want to use the word yeah, speakeasy. I, okay. You know, because yeah. I think it's a little I worn out. Yeah, you know, yeah, I just but. think it's a little worn out. But kind yeah. of like, I want the ambiance to be very 20s thirties but you know high-end cocktails like caviar a lot of like you know wagyu sliders for example (laughs) stuff like that like stuff that's a little up you know this something something different you know from just a regular bar you
0: know that's awesome yeah yeah
1: yeah no like i said i was i
0: was fooled because i was like oh i guess they removed i mean i forgot how like this is sturdy uh upstairs yeah yeah that's going on here so that would have been a lot of work to have removed this i just forgot how
1: deep the place was yeah, yeah so i mean because of the layout. I mean this I've always loved this space back here. Yeah, I just think it was just not used properly. So, um, you know, because of COVID and everything kind of just slowed everything down. Yeah. You know, we figured let's just, you know, hurry up open the front, wait a little bit and then let, let's That's get right. that back January, February started. So, it's working cuz you, you know.
0: opened it up and man, I love the I love your food. <laughs> Thanks, man. It's awesome. It's, so, you know what, for the foodies out there, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? and uh tell them you know who you are what you're doing all that good
1: stuff yeah my name is uh michael casolino i am i'm portuguese um i'm i'm chef uh pretty much uh i was gonna i'm, I'm gonna say 90 percent self-taught the other 10 percent, i went to uh ice in manhattan the institute of culinary education okay uh, I, I took some classes there um And uh, yeah, and, you know, I've been in the restaurant business now probably about 20 years, more or less, Um, you know, started in every position possible, (laughs) made my way up Um, and I've always loved cooking. You know, it's always been uh, something, you know, it's kind of runs in the veins, I guess. Um, Yeah. And, uh, you know, I I ventured out my first project about 20 years ago, you know, with with, with some partners. and I just was out in Newark. That's where I'm from originally. You know, uh, born and raised. I'm uh, a Jersey boy, born and raised <laughs> as well, up Burton uh, County. Yeah, I was. I was born and raised in Newark. Uh, it was predominantly Portuguese Brazilian community. Yeah. Uh, hence, why I'm, I'm <laughs> you know dabbling in all of this. Um, and yeah, then I just took off, came over to Jersey City, and uh, and started doing uh, you know Broa Bro Cafe. I yeah. owned that. I uh, love that Portuguese as well. yeah. uh, bistro. Um, and then was supposed to have opened in March, Ada, which is essentially a, I'm not going to call it a bakery, but I'm going to call it a, a Portuguese <laughs> uh, cafe, cafe. Okay. Um, more of a modern style Portugal right now kind of bistro. So if you went to nice. Portugal right now, you would kind of see something like that. Okay. Um, so that's because of COVID kind of. I threw a curveball into everything because I wasn't allowed to build a parklet and all that other yeah, stuff. So yeah. it kind of, um, you know, made no sense uh and then this opportunity came about and i figured man it's a much bigger space fits more people inside liquor license it was a, it was a no-brainer it was a good deal and just hopped in on it you know
0: that's awesome so so you like you said you grew up in newark so your parents yeah. immigrated here
1: yeah my parents came over about 40 years ago okay um they had been in france for 10 years so both my sisters are actually french uh, born um right. and i was literally born short after um, and so I'm just, you know, being predominantly in a Portuguese household, being predominantly born in a Portuguese neighborhood. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It just, you know, it was Portuguese everything. You know, newspapers taught. You know, still till this day, I speak only Portuguese to my parents. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So it's it's, you know, when they call, it's in Portuguese. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and we talk in Portuguese. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, growing up, I mean. Who was cooking? What were you eating? I'm going to guess Portuguese food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it was
1: it was mainly um, it was mainly Portuguese food, of yeah. course, uh, with a lot of hints of French yeah. uh, in there. Um, man, I, I was forced to eat some pretty crazy stuff growing yeah. up. Man. Oh, yeah? yeah. Like what? Like, man, uh, one thing that still haunts me until this day was uh, cow brains. Oh, uh, cow brain, cow brains, I, scrambled eggs. Man, <laughs> never had it. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I'm someone I'll, I'll
0: try everything once. Like if it's, you know, if it's put in front of me, but I don't know if I'm going to go to a
1: place and order. It. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. That was something as a kid growing up, it was like a big French thing. And you knew exactly what it was. Uh, no, or my mom, my it? mom would totally say it was just scrambled eggs. <laughs> You know, and then I'm like, wait a minute, it's a little veiny. That's a little, oh, oh, right? Man, you can right? You see yeah, it? Yeah, you yeah, picture yeah, yeah. it? Yeah, that image haunts me till this day. Like I figured, kind of what I was eating. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah, yeah. And it was it it was pretty crazy, man. Yeah. So my mom, as from the conversation we're starting, she was predominantly <laughs> the the you know the cook. Um, you know, typically Portuguese household, moms are home, dads working. You okay. know, very old school, old yeah. fashioned. Um. Yeah. So she was predominantly cooking. Um, and I don't know, you know, be, and because I was always home, she was always home. It was kind of like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you making? <laughs> what, what is this? What's that? Uh, and slowly I just started picking up an interest in, I guess, cooking or just food in general. Yeah. Is um,
0: anyone cooking professionally in your family?
1: No, no. I mean, I, I had family, you know, that owned, you know, bars, cafes in Portugal, whatnot. You know, I would go back every year, spend some summers there. Oh, that's Uh, awesome. So, you know, I I, again, you know, even though I'm not Portuguese-born, I'm more Portuguese than a lot of Portuguese people are. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I can at least say that. Um, You know, again, it it was... you know, I would be sitting around at home, you know, and just like, man, I'm starving. No one's around. I just go into the kitchen, you know, make myself some pasta that's, and, yeah. and just I would just figure it out, you know, uh, you know, growing up. Um, and it was just something that I don't know, dude, it's hard to explain. It was just embedded in me, man. And I, I loved it. I didn't. I mean, it's you know, a, it's an art
0: that's it's a it's a creative process. Totally. And so and it's something also, I mean, and it's also a necessity. And so when, yeah, like you're saying, you're home and you're just hungry, like, you know, some people will take a lazy route, but then some yeah. people, then I think the create, creative mind people will be like, oh, let me let me try to do that. Right. And, and just see what happens. And I mean, I you know, cooking is a big, you know, for beginners, it's big trial and error.
1: So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, even as professionals, it's a lot of trial and error. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? It's, it's uh, you know, sometimes... You have this idea it, it plays out perfectly in your head but on but on you know on the plate it just doesn't make any sense uh, you know <laughs> it doesn't even taste right so um you know it's it's a con you know uh, you, I, i'm i'm the way i was taught or the way I, I grew up was you know just figure it out just just dedicate a hundred percent of yourself into it yeah you know what yeah. i mean and eventually you'll start to see something happen uh, you know what i mean so um I was taught, and that's kind of, I guess, how I got into the restaurant business, uh, was, you know, or being in the kitchen, rather. It was, listen, I got a restaurant, you know, the cooks are, are, are pissing me off, you know, and, you know, I, I need to just step foot, you know. And it's just something that I, I didn't really look at it for the sake of, oh, I mean, it's cooking. Yeah. It's, I need to get this done. This has to get done one just, way or another. Yeah, yeah. Were you, know you I mean? just
0: seeing certain like plates or dishes like in your mind that you're like, I need to ch- find a way to channel this or like. Or... Uh,
1: again, just in general, it, it became initially okay. just yeah. something that needed to get done, you know, that, you know, there was a restaurant. It's there. It's moving. You yeah. know, <laughs> it, you know, the food needs to get to the customers, period. Yeah. So at, at that point, like I would just step up and I looked at it as, you know, it's a rush. I, it's, it's 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 a rush. It's a job. Let's just put this out. This is part of it. We'll talk about it later. You know, I looked at it as if it were bagging groceries at a supermarket or okay. that sure. that's the way I looked at it. Is something as very simple as that yeah. for me in my eyes. Where if you probably your average person would look at it and be like, god, this, this guy's nuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's kind of how my my um, my love Uh, again started to grow uh, cooking there uh, was you know then I started to see things and smell them and I'm like oh wait a minute what if I just you know put this here and mix that and then all of a sudden you know it became a thing where I started to challenge myself on what could I do and I started making pizzas then I started being creative with the pizzas you know thin crust, bigger crust, pan crust (laughs) you know then I just started getting um, you know and again um, I then mainly started to see You know, um, a need for something Portuguese. Sure. A need for something Portuguese done the right way, done authentically. So I I then started to do some research, and and, you know, like, and and that's where the bug. Then I went full force into it. Was okay. You know, there's burger joints, there's diners, there's Italian places, there's this, that, and the other thing. Sure. You know, uh, there's Portuguese restaurants in every corner. But why are they not like the ones in Portugal? You know, because, let's face the facts here. You know, the Italian restaurants available to us now are not Italian restaurants. The Portuguese restaurants available to us now are not Portuguese restaurants. You know, so you're
0: saying like they're like Italian, American. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I mean, and and I say that because, uh, you know, I've spoken. I mean, I personally never been to Italy, but I know a lot of famous Italian chefs. Who de- have dedicated themselves to their Italian, sure, uh, you know, yeah. culture and cuisine, and they've said, "Dude, this is not Italian. And, like half of these dishes don't even exist there." You know what <laughs> I mean? Um, but it, and and it's completely understandable, you know, uh, just like it is in Portuguese or French oh, yeah. bistros and Greek. Oh, there's you know, certain you,
0: dishes. I mean, you look at the like. I'm so I'm Irish, German, Italian. Okay. Like even the Irish corned beef, like that's not. Corn beef isn't, like, a big thing in Ireland. Right. It was them moving here and also them meeting, like, Jewish people because that was more right, much more part more of their Jewish culture. Thing. And then since they're Irish, they were just like, well, let's just boil it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, like, you know, we, we've all essentially learned bits and points of cuisine from one another, um, which is another, you know, where I started to discover a lot of things. Like, you know, fun fact, if you didn't know, curry was a blend of spices created by the Portuguese during yeah. the travels. Right? I went I
0: went to Lisbon two summers ago uh, and we did a, uh, a food tour in. Oh, forgive me. What's the, like the oldest like neighborhood in Lisbon? It's like Alma, Alma, Al- Alfama. Yeah. yeah. And on that
1: tour, and they told you that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Just because, I mean, that's the, that whole spice yeah. and everything. Uh, yeah. So throughout that, you know, history of Portugal, Uh, It was, um, you know, a lot of mix mixtures of of cultures were embedded in one another like that. The curry, the curry being just that whole that when the globe started kind of trading
0: with one another.
1: Right. 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 right, right. So it's like a lot of people don't know that. And curry, for example, doesn't even exist really in India. That's just the name and given to it by us here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So a lot of fun little things like that, you know, tempura. Another one uh, is a Portuguese technique, uh, you know, that not not many people know that, uh, you know, is used a lot in sushi and and whatnot. Um, It's it's because the Portuguese batter a lot of stuff in fried, batter, batter. (laughs) It's a lot of fried foods. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, So, you know, with all that, I I started to get intrigued that I was actually finding out a lot of stuff about my own culture Mm -hmm. that was new to me, as is new to a lot of people. Um, and then I started getting in deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Uh, and then I started realizing that you know what? At the end of the day, a lot of different cultures actually share a lot of the same exact stuff. Man, you know what I mean? I, I've, if
0: I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Like if if people would just go ahead and, uh, you know, I'm not trying to associate picky eaters with being closed minded necessarily, but if people just tried more dishes, I think that would just be become much more of a universal connector for us of realizing that we're not that different, that you'll have a dish and you'll be like, oh, that reminds me of what like my mom made growing up. And you'll just start, everyone will start seeing and we'll start breaking barriers and realizing we're all the same. And you and you start and you get intrigued like you did and you start finding all these connectors through history and just appreciate everything that much more. Yeah.
1: And then with with all that essentially led to my dedication to Portuguese only and Uh and in a way, I guess, Portuguese colonies, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, because I think it's important uh, even, you know, a lot a lot of people don't like to talk about, you know, the bad times, the things that, you know, Portugal colonized, you know, all these countries or whatever. Sure. But you know what? All right. It's not a good thing to talk about, but a lot of cool things came from it. You a, know, lot, a lot yeah. of food things came from it that have, have impacted us as a whole and I think are very important to that they get shared, that information gets passed down yeah. so that, you know, as we have kids, they grow on to learn and know and pass it down and keep it going or else it's going to die out eventually. Then everyone's going to think, you know, life's about pizza, burgers and tacos, (laughs) you know, and that's it. Uh,
0: My favorite food city is New Orleans, at least in the in the in the states. And talk about that as the ultimate. I mean, that Creole, that Cajun, that is just a mixture of Everything it's that was so phenomenal. the French colony there you had then you, obviously you had your American settlers and then you had the Afro-Caribbean you had you know obviously the slave trade you the had slave na- trade, yeah. you had Native Americans you had Latinos. Right, yeah. it it was it, just, it just all amazing coming together it's, and that is just the purest form and you know and, and obviously a lot of those things were bad things historically that, you know, people were brought there without obviously any choice whatsoever and enslaved and, you know, obviously Native Americans oppressed and moved and everything like that. But you look at then this cuisine that came out of it. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It's something something beautiful. It's history. history. It
1: speaks. It talks when you eat. Exactly, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's talking to you, you know, and, and it's like food is so much, you know, uh, it, 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 it really is like a thing in its own, you know, because, you know, a lot of people aren't as fortunate as we are. You know what I mean. Those of us that that do have eat two, three meals, four meals a day sure. that that you know can't afford to go out and have experiences in New Orleans, you know, for example, yeah, yeah. or Paris, or or Portugal, or Japan, wherever the case may be, or Italy. Um, it's just you know, many people unf- will never, unfortunately, be given those opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you know. Again, food is is its own thing. It, it breathes its own its own air, yeah, its yeah. own entity. You know what I mean. And and it's something that, with that being said, should be respected. You know what we eat, yes. what the cultures are, uh, and that's kind of what led into this project. Okay, uh, was you know I'm not Brazilian, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. It was a colony. All right, I wasn't alive then. I I didn't I, I didn't colonize anything, but. I grew up predominantly in a Portuguese, Brazilian neighborhood. We speak the same language. I mean, the difference between Portuguese and Brazilian. These are the best two U.S. England, you, that it, okay. it, it's, yeah. it's it's the yeah. perfect example of what Portuguese from Portugal and Portuguese from Brazilian uh, yeah. from from Brazil are. Um, and that's the thing. It's actually a lot of people think, oh, you speak Brazilian. No, it's actually Portuguese. Yes. It's Portuguese <laughs> yeah, with yeah. the dialect. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, in, in what all that led to this project where I said, man, you know what, I, dude, you know, Brazil is much more than just, you know, hot women and, 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 uh, and <laughs> beautiful cacha- beaches and beautiful beaches yeah, and yeah. cachaça, you know, um, something needs to be done. And, and I think that, you know, I take pride in everything I do, not just Portuguese stuff. Mm. I took a part of me wanted to do, uh, you know, or a part of me has dedicated the rest of my life to everything Portuguese or anything within the Portuguese colony vibe because listen, it's it's a niche. I'm the only one technically in the space right now, (laughs) you know, so it's 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 something that also intrigues me. So will always keep me on my toes to wanting to do more, better, be more creative, bring another dish in, you know, Um, and it's again, why For the third time, I'm going to say why it it came down to this project where, you know, um, the Feijoada, for example, we have one in Portugal, slightly different. Mm -hmm. But the foundation of the dish is exactly the same, which is poverty. And leftovers from (laughs) the wealthy. Yeah. So you would go to the butcher shop. They would take out the nose, the ears, the snot, the tongues, the tails, throw that all out the hooves, the feet. Discard that and just give you the best of, of the best, right, from the animal, and the discarded pieces—the ears, the snouts, the tongues, the hoofs, the feet, the legs, <laughs> the tails—all of that was what was then, you know, poured into a pot with were very cheap ingredient beans, beans, yeah, yeah, some wines, broad seasonings, and then you have the feijoada. Um,
0: I had that the other night. That was my entree. Yeah. And that was it was
1: super hearty. So good. Oh, thank you, man. It it's, phenomenal. it's super hardy. Um, you know, the difference between the two Brazilian is black bean. As you could see that it's very it's got a tone of African influence mm-hmm. into it. It's very dark and and, and, and you know, uh, uh, more like gravy like. Sure. Kind yeah, of, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, density into the dish, whereas Portuguese is white bean, carrots. It still has pig's ear, chorizo, but it's like literally night and day, you know what I mean? (laughs) Literally night and day. Uh, But the foundation is exactly the same. Both dishes came from exactly the same beginnings. Um, Yeah. Someone immigrated there and with the resources they had came this dish. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then, you know, just so much more that, you know, Uh, again, the the Brazilian culture has to offer other than what we described before. You know, there's a lot of uh, rich history and culture there from, you know, the Irish, the English, the German, the, you know, the the, the Native American, Mm -hmm. the, you know, African. It's all there, you know, in Brazil. You know, a big portion of it is rainforest, Amazon, you know, uh, which connects, you know, a lot of other countries together there. And and that, you know, and, and there's a lot of, you know, man, there's so many fun things about Brazil that people <laughs> don't know that, you know, eventually I'm going to put on a plate that I'm, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm going to introduce dishes yeah. to Brazilian people that they don't even know exist.
0: Well, I you think know? when it comes to at least Americans, and I'm, I'm guilty of it. When, you know, for, if you were going to say Brazilian cuisine, one of the first things that comes Redizio. to mind is like, what's that? The, 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 yeah, the ste- like steakhouse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that's exactly what I want to try to eliminate is sure, that yeah. that gap yeah. between you know it's kind of the same thing same example. I get phone calls all the time. In the restaurant, hey, you do paella? I say no, no, I don't do paella. Paella is Spanish from Spain. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Portuguese do seafood rice. It's 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 more stewy, uh, brothy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's completely different. It doesn't make any sense. You know, uh, you know, and, and then why? Why is that? Why do people get, you know, call and perhaps even get upset that I don't do paella? Because the Portuguese restaurants have, you know, being the Mediterranean is, mm-hmm. right? That sure. they, they really are. You know, the, the Portuguese people have a habit of just wanting to satisfy. Right. So, you know, it all started when every, when all the restaurant tours migrated here, you know, and, and, and they they open up their shop and, you know, the first American guy went in there and he's like, oh, you got chicken parm? And it's like, no, of course, I got chicken parm. This is a Portuguese <laughs> restaurant. But. The Portuguese guy immediately wants to satisfy the customer. So what does he do? He figures out how to make chicken parm. He makes a guy to chicken parm. Yeah, and yeah. then and then he's just like, oh, well, I'll just leave it on the menu because it'll probably be another guy who's going to have chicken parm. Yeah. And then slowly started in, impl- you know, lasagna and and you know all these other things on the menu that paella that yeah. are not Portuguese, right? So uh, um, you know, using just Portuguese restaurant for yeah. me it is is very something. Uh, you know, difficult, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, to to take uh, because you, you've been to Portugal. If you've eaten in Newark or any of that, not, not that the food is not good. Yeah. It's just that they're sending out the wrong message, right? And then it, it, it kind of screws me up, you know, where I'm trying to le- legitimize something, an experience, like a real experience. Sure. And then sure. I get knocked for it on certain occasions because, oh, this is not, you know, Newark and it's not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. It's not supposed to be because that's not the right way to do it, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So again, it's not just decorations. It's not just, you know, music in the background or 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 sexy women dancing or bartending (laughs) or whatever the case may be, the food should be the focal point in these establishments. Yeah, you know, of course. And and that's kind of what, you know, I focus on first and then I add the rest because, you know, I look at the restaurant industry nowadays like a Broadway show, Mm -hmm. like you better write the best tightest script you possibly can. Sure. Right. To put smiles on faces and, and make somebody enjoy their time that they've spent money on, mm-hmm. right? Their hard earned money, especially now in these times we're in, you know, you better write a hell of a script. Once the script is finalized, then you figure out how to build a set to go along with the script. You know what I mean? Makes so a lot of sense to me, yeah. that that's how I look at the restaurant business is, you know what, well, let's write the story first. Yeah. How it's gonna be, and then I'll build a place to go along with it. So when
0: crafting this particular menu, I mean, you've got two restaurants, one's just a few blocks away from here in and, but with, you know, I mean, you're starting a new restaurant during this pandemic, what went into creating this menu? And like, you know, you've got your your bite-sized dishes and then you have your your main dishes, but what went into that?
1: Yeah, I mean, essentially, you know, is, is the full experience, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, kind of like what I do at Broa, you, you have your small bites, your starters, you know, and, and, you know, typically that's how we would eat in Portugal. You know, there's no, you know, people come in, oh, what's the appetizer? What's the entree? What's this and that? You know what? I, I i hate to have those titles on 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 menu items i, I said
0: it even before the, the <laughs> word entree and entree doesn't entree means enter <laughs> it's right doesn't, exactly it doesn't, doesn't even mean anything in french cuisine <laughs> yeah
1: so it, it's like to me it just makes sense to just eat what you want however you want it and that's it you know right. you want to start with the black bean stew you start with that you sure, want to go yeah. into a small bite or end in a, in a salad mm-hmm. you know you do that you know with some greens it, it, you know like you know us in portugal we're getting together it's like hey 11 12 o'clock let's go we put out the bread on the table the cheese the marmalade the 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 little cod fritters the yeah. shrimp turnovers chorizo and it's kind of like you just pick a little bit of everything make yourself mini you know slider sandwiches, I mean, at a, uh, at a yeah. you know baguettes and whatever. <laughs> you know, like that's you know essentially the experience, the play that I wrote is is to be like that. You know, and um, you know, of course, you know, being that I'm trying to sell Brazil, you know, and 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 represent Brazil in the best way possible. Um, You know, I I did intensive research additionally uh, than from what I already know, because we never know everything, right? (laughs) Um, So I I did extensive research as to, um, you know, find out more in depth because certain areas or certain restaurants that exist now around, uh, you know, like, you know, for example, New York, uh, they just closed some restaurants, unfortunately. Um, Newark and other surrounding areas that have Brazilian restaurants, they they stick strictly to an area in a region, right? So yeah. Minas. Minas is typically the restaurants that you'll find or the bodegas or the coffee shops. They're focused more on Minas area okay. where the people there are used to eating certain things. Whereas, as I was saying before, I plan on taking you as a whole full journey of Brazil. So, um, you know, as we progress, we're going to have a lot of African hints. On the food and very fun bites and awesome. eats you know um because it's never been done before one you know two it tells a story yeah right because this is all about the food telling a story right it tells a story um and 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 three it's an experience and you're learning it's knowledge that you never yeah. had before that you know what you will be able to take with you and go somewhere and eat one day and say hey you know i know this this is you know, so-and-so, and this is why it's eaten and, sure. you know, um, just because, you know what, like I said, I'm not Brazilian, but I'm proud of everything I do. And and first and foremost, I'm proud of being Portuguese. Um, and even though it was a bad thing that we colonized Brazil at uh-huh. one point, um, you know, I don't look at the bad. I look at the good that came from it, the influences on the food, the flavors. Yeah. Um, You know, and and now that, you know, I got so curious about it now, you know, being that I've been doing the research on Brazil, now finding the other flavors that are in there from, you know, the African, the, the tribes, yeah. the you know, all that is just intriguing me even more. Um, So, again, going back to the beginning of the conversation where I said, you know, I grew up with the mentality of just figure it out, get it done, put yourself into it, you know, yeah. and in the end, you'll, you'll see something. So, you know, again, put myself into this whole project. Um, not easy, especially during these times, uh, a lot of products not available. Um, I am bringing in a lot of stuff from Brazil, oh, wow. um, okay. you know, 100% or 98.5% of all decorations literally were flown out. The day before we opened, <laughs> uh, we were decorating. So those are all those are things you cannot find anywhere in this country, but here right now. That's crazy. Uh, you know, they're all things that are cultural from all over Brazil, not just that specific area. So, um, and then in the back of my mind, again into the design aspect of it, which is my favorite, because I, I basically designed Broa. I built it. I designed this place. I built it. Um, You know, it's it's it was to kind of touch on the poverty, the favelas with the metal, with the corrugated metal that you have there. The Amazon with all the greenery, um, you know, the blue in the ceiling, it being the sky, you know, having the boots being almost like huts, you know, sure. Yeah. Um, So all of that and and then the bar with the concrete slab and that area there with all the wood. It's kind of like a city, city vibe, Rio de Janeiro feeling. (laughs) Um, So, again, I wanted to marry uh, all areas of Brazil and kind of give you the full tour of the world of Brazil. And, you know, in, in a one stop shop, you know, from from again, then touching into the cocktails, which Lou is doing a good job on. Um, oh, they're phenomenal. I had uh, yeah.
0: Old Smokey. Old
1: Smokey, phenomenal, right? So good. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. He's he's doing an excellent job uh, with the cocktails um, as well uh, in, in, in representing and doing something like, for example, um, we are actually using Brazilian gins, which almost every single Brazilian customer that's been here has never even heard of. <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're using a lot of Brazilian rums, cachaça, mm. uh, that a lot of Brazilian people never heard of. That's you know? awesome. So, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, I'm proud to represent them, even yeah, though I'm just not be as authentic, you know, as possible. I'm just trying to be as authentic as possible because the last thing I need is to get, you know, fingers pointed at or, you know, yeah um, just
0: usurping a culture for just the benefit or, or yeah, No you're doing, you are doing you've done your research you are in, in massively intrigued by it and just want to Yeah, know, just yeah. To do it Yeah
1: and, and I mean again it's not Again, it, it, we're, there's a lot of similarities. We speak the same language. It's sure. not like I went and you know butchered it and went to open a sushi restaurant. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where I know you know I can make sushi, but I, I, I it's not in my culture. It's not in my blood. Yeah. I can probably screw it up. You know, so um, I'd just rather just really stick... going back
0: to the roots of things.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, and and you I, you you. Couldn't have said any better. It's exactly that is I'm trying to go back to the roots of 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 the culture and why it is the way it is, why the food is that way, why those flavors are there. Um, And that to me is super important uh, because, again, it tells the story of, of, of the country of, you know, good times, bad times, you know, the people in it, you know, what went into it, what we learned from each other. Uh, it's just phenomenal man food is just an amazing <laughs> thing man yeah
0: and so for obviously if people are lis- listening to this or just i mean or just let's say no you know nobody has listened to this episode where you're explaining this for your customers are you just allowing them to go on their own journey or are you going to kind of i mean you were coming around the other night asking how everything you know sure. is and just if we had any recommendations you know being a great host but um are you going to try to give like a little bit of a tutorial so people can feel comfortable going out of their realm of, you know, maybe ordering the main, like, you know, the, sure, the, the first, feijoada yeah, 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 water first and then getting croquettes. Um, and-
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, essentially what I do is, you know, typically at a, at, a, at a restaurant, you know, they would immediately point you to the most expensive items. Sure. L- you know, let, let's let, let, let's just be honest and real with it and that's part of the job is you, you know to make the money send, you know send the customer you know tell them the, the fish of the day it's 40 bucks you know <laughs> sell those items um whereas i do it all for the love so you know if you've never had brazilian food before and you know i've told this to all the you know the the waitresses and and, and waiters that you know, recommend saying, "Hey, you know, the conchinha, the chicken ball. That's a, that's a, you know, if you've never had Brazilian food, start there. That's like yeah. the 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 go-to staple for everyone in Brazil, right? So, how about you start with that? You know, and then, you know, how about you go into, you know, fried pork belly? Who doesn't like fried pork belly? You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's a huge, you know, uh, item for Brazil. So, something that you know, you tell any Brazilian." you know with the yuca they, they, they go bananas they know it like the back of their hand so I you know and, and they, they're they not the most expensive items on the menu but again it's all about the experience so you yeah. start there and gradually pick up you know and then you know I let you explore you know no one should be told I think you know what they're gonna eat especially if if if, if you're paying I mean you just need to have an open mind and say okay I'm gonna This place is Brazilian. I'm going to eat something Brazilian. Yeah. Right. But, you know, if you don't eat pig's ear or snout or tail or, you know, I'm not going to force you into that. You know what I mean? I recommend you try it because (laughs) it is really good. Right. But I I wouldn't force anyone to do that. So, again, I, I think that the menu was curated with all of Brazil in mind, but having something for everyone, fish, seafood. You know, hardcore stews. You know, softcore stews. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, fish stew, meat stew, beef stew, stroganoff, variety, vegan, vegetarian. You know, like I think, um, you know, keeping within the the origins of the recipes and uh, and and of the country. Mm-hmm. I think that we've pretty much got it. Uh, you know, a little bit for everyone to have have their journey uh, and kind of listen. You know, I opened the place not for a week, not for a month, not for a year, hopefully for long term. So, you know, you can come in one day and have one. You know, I'm, I'm hoping you come back and yeah. and take your journey at your own pace. I was saying to my would, girlfriend
0: you know, that I would, lo- you know, once we can fully enjoy the bar once, you know, pandemic I can't is, wait is over. I said, I would just love to come here. I mean, I do I do want to eat everything. But this I see this is also a spot because it's just so welcoming that I would love to come in and if I'm even if I'm not like that hungry, grab a cocktail. And then those prawns, those prawns are <laughs> phenomenal.
1: Thank you. Man. And so
0: just like just to have a, like a, a, a little bite, you know, like, just, sure. you know, during during yeah, the day and, or, and, and, and
1: you the, will and, and you the, will you, be able yeah, to, yeah. Um, you know, uh, but to kind of touch back a little bit, um, you know, rewinding the conversation where you mentioned Brazilian known for the meat and stuff, eventually uh, I want to go that direction. Sure. Um, but It's not to say that that's like Brazil, the most authentic thing. It's Brazilian. They do that. Um, And again, because I'm trying to stay true to the roots and and, and how it operates, I'm hoping that I can um, start incorporating that slowly. Mm -hmm. Um, The only difference that I'm going to have and I'm going to do are um, the fact that typically you would go to any Brazilian restaurant right now. They would give you like the cheapest... Meats and cuts (laughs) and then leave the best for last when you're already full. And here I plan on on having all high end cuts. So picanha wagyu's, you know, all top, top notch cuts of meat um, so that, you know, listen, if you're going to pay, you know, a high price for a meal, you might as well have good, good quality. And and I I stand behind quality and and that to me means everything, you know. and, you know, I personally I don't mind paying, you know, thousand bucks for a dinner, you know, with some friends. If we're getting what that as an experience, it's an experience and yeah. that's what you pay for is experiences in life. Right. Um,
0: and the name. Where did the name come from?
1: Well, tambourine. So uh, Brazilian people are very lively. Yeah. Uh, and just you think, like, you,
0: think, you know, <laughs> as far as a cliche carnival. You know? Yeah. Carnival yeah. fun, yeah.
1: outgoing. They're very loud. Uh, they're very <laughs> playful people, whereas the difference. Portuguese people are very more kept, uh, more reserved, mm-hmm. uh, quiet. They're not so like in your face. Right. Uh, What's as the Brazilians name are? that
0: style of music in Portugal? Fado. Yeah, Fado. yeah. So as you can <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. one,
1: you're crying samba, You're you're like, yeah. you know, <laughs> dancing around naked, basically. So as you, so that's the, the exactly. difference there as a nation. Yeah. And you can yeah. see the differences between us. Um, where, you know, um, they use a lot of tambourines yeah, and tambourines are essentially uh, uh, one of the most recognized instruments oh, in course, Brazil.
0: Yeah. Well, um, yeah. And I love it just because, as I was saying before, with food being kind of a universal language yeah. so is music i mean let's face it like is, if, any, yeah. if anything anyone can just you know start tapping along sure. or start humming along right. whistling like you hear that you just
1: that's that's just a universal a, language universal language An universal language yeah. and and then why you know again why i also chose that name for that reason tambourine's round unity circle sure. yeah. world you know, uh, and who doesn't know what it, what it, what a tambourine is? You yeah. know what it's I mean, one of the earliest instruments.
0: That I feel like you pick up as a kid. Yeah.
1: You know? So, uh, what better name than to represent a country? You know, in my book, that was the one that that, that was it. You mm-hmm. know, um, it it just made sense. Awesome. You know, tambourines, fun. It's loud. Yeah. It's you know, and and that's Brazil. You know. <laughs> um, so yeah.
0: So I mean, you kind of right in the beginning when we started talking, you're saying future plans, but what uh you know. Post, once once we get back to some normalcy what do you what do you see doing
1: man look i, I have a million and one ideas in my <laughs> head um you know if 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 i'm able and 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 uh you know to to keep uh having the luck that i've had let's face it it's all it's all down to luck it's about creating luck um well I it's just
0: creating luck but then i mean you've you've got your roots here now and people and when you know like when i saw that this was opening i saw Owner of Broa, and I'm like, I love it there, so I'm oh, excited to come here. I mean, it's it's great because I mean, so you've got that you know you've got Portuguese, you've got Brazilian. That's a you know a BYOB. This has phenomenal cocktails, and you know you've got your Brazilian beer. So that's why I had an Old Smoky, and then I forget which Brazilian beer I had, but I you know it was delicious. And sirpa
1: sirpa probably okay. yeah, yeah. blue blue and gold bottle, I believe. Yeah, yeah, very yep. cool. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, I, I have so many ideas, uh, you know. Um, you know, my brain's always going. Uh, you know, I really, 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 really love this business. Mm-hmm. Like, I I know it's crazy for me to say it's crazy. It's a crazy business. the hardest in the world, I think. Um, but I really, honestly, would not do anything else in, in, in the world. Nothing. There is nothing that I desire more to be doing That's awesome. uh, than, than, than to do this. Uh, and it's like... You know, uh, I have so many stories to tell, Mm -hmm. you know, and and this is just the second of many, many that are in my head. You know, like I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh, (laughs) man, this is genius. And I'm like, I got a whole book of ideas of projects that, uh, you know, I've started in a way like I got names already and everything. I got a concept and everything. you know i kind of work like that you know like, it's going yeah. back to your analogy before of
0: screenplays it's screenplays. that's the same screen you hear screenwriters saying all the time like they just they have a notebook with them and then i mean that's what yeah. like larry david would always do for curb yeah he would just get into a situation and be like huh, and write it down yeah. and he said one of the most heartbreaking moments ever it was back during like seinfeld was that he lost one of his notebooks and he's like those he's like those were forever gone
1: you know, yeah. like those those experiences. Yeah. And, and that's the thing with with uh, w- w- with me. It's like, you know, again, it's all about writing that script. Right. And so when I have this idea, I also marry it to a location. OK. You know, it's like I have to walk in. You know, when I first walked in, I I felt, you know, when I had this Brazilian vision, because ironically, I was going to do this exact project at a different location. OK exact same project in Jersey City City. wow okay yeah and that fell through and you know I guess it worked out well because I did like a pop-up thing something there for a day or so and just the way it operated the day I already knew that that wasn't the place okay you know and then when I walked into this place and I, I was like Oh, man, I feel it. I knew it. This is it's here. And immediately my brain starts triggering. Oh, blue for the ceiling. Oh, my God, I can drape greeneries (laughs) here and there. You know, like my brain immediately started going bananas, Um, you know, and that's my favorite part. Like, literally, I love... Every step of the way, from the the the, the design, construction, yeah. the finding the plates, the forks and knives, the cups, the chairs, the the you know, I, I love putting the plate together well, completely, I think man.
0: I'll speak for others, but I'm definitely speaking for myself when I say when you walk into here, you even from the outside, but when you walk into here, you feel that you feel the thought. And you know everything that you. Oh, good man! Is, that makes me. That's so satisfying, you yeah. know. It, it's and the like, whole this every all the whole staff was extremely friendly and helpful,
1: and so. Yeah, I I, I try to be fun, you know. I try to be very reserved, like the I am Portuguese, yeah. very reserved, right? In in how to operate, you know, uh, um, a restaurant, very laid back. A lot of people are like, you know. Uh, so stuck up and oh my god and this and that and like robots and you know (laughs) and it's like dude chill out man you're eating chill enjoy the moment man like oh my goodness you know it's like um, I think that speaks
0: through I mean even the food itself and not to say like it's just you know you see like uh, my my friend she got the the snapper and just like that on the dish I mean it just it's real food put in front of you, yeah. and like I mean, the pl- I mean, your the plating is you know the presentation is very nice, but it, you know it's not going to be with the tweezers and everything, yeah. right, t- right. you know, because yeah, you know. that just that just feels wound up, and that feels like you're gonna watch, you know, yeah, when it feels Gordon Ramsay's yelling at somebody. Yeah, it, it
1: feels fake. And listen, man, I'm not knocking that. That's a lot of hard work. I I love that. But that's not you know. what you want to do. But, but that's yeah. not what I want to do. Yeah. And and let's be real, man. You know my grandmother never cooked like that your grandma no one's grandmother busted out with tweezers was laying (laughs) a micro green on uh, you know like come on let's let's keep it real like you know food is made to bring us together yeah right it's made to let's break bread dude you know all, all all colors cultures you know whatever ages it's meant to, 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 to unite us, put us down. Let's eat. Let's have a meal. Who cares what, what flowers on the dish? Who I mean, that's, that's pathetic if you ask me, really. You know, listen, I use them to decorate the plates, but I only use them because I feel like they add yeah. the Brazilian flair and the look to the place. Yeah, you that's know,
0: what in the in the uh, feijoada like that. In was, the feijoada, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, 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 it gave because
1: it's this dark, it's the black. Right, beans. and it needed something. It to needs pop. a little pop. It needs a little nice. pop of color, right? Yeah, and and you you can really feel the Brazil in it, and yeah, right. So like that's how I do things, you know, like broa for example is very simple, plain janey like you know, but the way I design broa is to be like. Old grandma house where you walk oh, it's in great, it's, it's and already, one pop meals and yeah.
0: Pam on the food and let's I mean go. it's in the downstairs so it's got like this like cellar type vibe yeah. and I, I and even there like I mean you have um, I'm curious what you're gonna do here because I mean right now with the pandemic you know everyone's doing what is you know you scan the barcode to see uh, the, the bar, menu yeah, yeah. I mean you know at at, at Broa how you have just like the menus the, what, chalkboard, just yeah. the chalkboard on the walls. Uh, I mean, what are you are you planning to do something specific here or,
1: Uh, you know, not not necessarily, you know, broa. It makes more sense to have truck boards because a place like that in Portugal looks like that. Sure. You know, with the truck boards, the aesthetic of it. Yeah. 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 That's part of the whole aesthetic and part of the script. Yeah. Right. (laughs) but here, you know what, to be honest with you, I, I think the 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 menu is so, you know, elaborate and, and it's also very big that it just makes sense to have the QR code. You know, okay, it, it's, sure. it's it's yeah. the new normal, I think, from now on. And I, I think I menus think are while, probably yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think menus will start to die out a little bit more. Um, but I mean, it makes sense. I, I just don't like the way the menu set up. I'm going to change that. I'm sure. going to have like nice printed sheet with some greenery and, mm-hmm. and make it, you know, like come up when you scan. Yeah. So, it, so it comes up that way. But uh, I, I, I think for now, at least for the next year, yeah. uh, we're going to operate the QR code like that. Yeah. And not
0: that you want everyone like staring at their phones. You know, you're supposed to be like talking at the table, but you could have some of that written history on there. If you right. want it, you know. Right, as right, right. Yeah, a little, right. yep. little introduction, yep. that'd, that'd be neat. Um, Oh, man, this is this is awesome talking with you. <laughs> yeah. well, well, it wouldn't be, you know, this is these episodes. I call them first cuts. That's when I talk with people that work in the industry. The whole podcast started because I, I, I work in uh, film production. Oh, nice. And yeah, I'm a freelance videographer. So tough times <laughs> as well. Uh, but that's I mean, that was always my connection to food as well, just that this that that team effort, you know, so many minds coming together and sure. facilitating something. And so the, uh, starting this podcast, I was like, I want to talk food centric films. But then I started meeting people in the industry. I'm like, I just want to talk to them about them. So that's where these yep. episodes came from. But wouldn't be called foodie films if we didn't talk a couple of food film scenes. I asked <laughs> you some of your favorite films. Seems like you're a big Tom Cruise fan because you gave me
1: like, you know, yeah, I gave res- a couple of Tom. <laughs> man, I, immediately, you know what? I I just try to when picking the movies. I felt like if I chose foodie food movies, yeah. it would be too obvious. Well, like, that's what Yeah. I would and so there's them. there's episodes that we talk food centric <laughs> films. So I love
0: this. Talk because it also helps people realize that food is everywhere. Again, it's universal, yeah. and it, it even if the food isn't the the centered thing in the scene, I mean, right. there are some. They're like you know, you've got some famous food scenes in non food-centric movies, like when Harry met Sally in a cat's yeah. oh yeah, yeah. and you know, you just have scenes like that. But then there's, uh, for instance, with some of the movies that you said. I mean, just with. Days of Thunder. And there's just a funny little moment where, you know, it's one of the races and Tom Cruise is racing around. And he's like, I need to come in for a pit. And Robert Duvall is just like, no, we're eating ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're eating
1: ice cream. Yeah. 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 I got a pit. I don't think so. We're busy now. You're what? We are eating ice cream. Ice cream. Give me some, of give me, give me some- Yeah. I mean, again, I, I picked those movies because you know, I, I am a big Tom Cruise fan. I mean, he's a great actor. I yeah, mean, come on. You can't he's one some- of the
0: last like, like, just like Hollywood. Like, Hollywood guys, you know, like man. it's like him and like George Clooney. Like they just yeah. have that like charisma to them. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I And I just feel like, you know, also, I picked those movies that have, I guess, messages in them Mm -hmm. as 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 in the way that i think and go about the restaurant business and that's why i chose those movies yeah yeah because you know days of thunder uh, of thunder is you know dedication never give up pull through pull through pull through tough times covid you know keep your eye on the <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. goal you know when yeah. when when he's coming off that track where he's scared of crashing you know and he's just like closing his eyes and he's just like screw it i'm going yeah. in and he just gives it more gas closes his eyes and pulls through you know um you know kind of that is my mindset yeah you know indeed. and, and right, why yeah. i chose yeah that movie you know yeah. because the whole entire movie is about that lesson is about or you know um not you know uh, you know taking a break don't overdo it you know a lot of people you know especially in in, in the food industry um you know they they've committed suicide you know anthony bourdain yeah. God rest his soul. You know, guy looks like he's having the time of his life. I mean, yeah, traveling like, all over the world, eating all kinds of food. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective. Like when I heard that, I'm like, man. man like God. you know, so you you never know what what the person's going through, and you know, even eating, you know, uh, it doesn't cure everything, even though it should. But it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know, th- there's always things missing. So you know, again. In that movie, Days of Thunder, you know, he was it was this always this competition, competition, you know, being the best, being the best Even in the hospital and, you know, they were racing each other in the the wheelchairs, you know, to then, you know, the enemy became the best friend. And then it was kind of like, listen, take a step back, relax, man. You know, you're you're getting old. It's okay, man. Let somebody else. You know, it's okay. Competition's good, you know. Sure, yeah. Uh, um, I
0: feel like he's it, in, I mean, just even with the other, like movies you said of Tom Cruise. Yeah, they're all the same. Just even with, with Top Gun <laughs> Top and Gun. with Cocktail. I mean, he's just, young and just like, you know, wants, yeah, you know, he wants like, cocktail, one yeah. at the
1: bar, no matter what, no exactly. matter what it took, that was his dream. And that's, it, you, you you see the messages yeah. of the movies are very similar. And, and also how I think, yeah. a
0: lot of the characters, I mean, in uh, like in Top Gun, what with Hippie Hippie Shake and yeah. uh, what what, oh, what what's the, they sing the Righteous Brothers, right? they or the what's, um, the, what's the big
1: song they sing in that? Oh group? my God, it's, um it's of my tongue right now, man. Yeah. It's, Okay. We'll think Next, it. yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to it.
0: But then cocktail, cocktail. as well. Oh, that that's hippy hippy shake, and then yeah. days of thunder. I mean, there's just they are very. There's big music moments you, big music moments which again just going back to here and the, and the name of this restaurant and just music like that's what it, it's funny like when getting to know people or when i was you know going you know when i when i was single and going on dates and just getting to know people they're like oh what are you into i'm like these are three very basic things <laughs> and I, as i said food is a necessity i consider film and music to be necessities and they're just three things that were just always such a big part of my life yeah but that's just because i th- I don't know. They're just
1: such universal language. Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure, man. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it was just you know all those movies, kind of you know. There's so many, man. My God, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm 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 a big movie buff, man. I love me a good movie. Awesome. I love me. Maybe a I'll have movie to have man. you back on for a, yeah. and we'll talk and we'll talk a movie. Yeah, let's talk movies, man. Yeah. I, I absolutely love movies. Like I, I've you know I went what like two years ago. I started going bananas collecting DVDs. Yeah, uh, I love. You know, I didn't want to put those on on paper, but I love like gangster mafia movies. Of course, yeah. Oh man, those are my like. Hey, we're getting what? (laughs) What is
0: it? The The Many Saints of Newark is that
1: the Sopranos prequel movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Um, and ironically, they were supposed to film it, bro. Oh,
0: really? Yes. Wow. They came. They. I was so excited. The whole location scout, and they. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, The location scout. He came. He loved it. He loved it in the backyard, and he's like, oh six scene you know and um the i guess the purdue whatever uh, producer whoever that makes the last call for the the location that he didn't hmm. but man it was like we'll have to pay right... attention
0: to the movie to see
1: what restaurants yeah are... i'm curious yeah. now yeah, right? i'm curious now yeah i'm We got to make
0: our own movie let's write a script together oh, let's do it
1: man <laughs> let's do it <laughs> so uh yeah it's it's so ironic man um That's crazy. Yeah, it's funny you say, man, because they they came and the guy really was into it, man. He was like, I love it. And this was like right in the beginning, like pandemic-y or almost halfway through. And... Um, the guy was like, yeah, we, we're, we're trying to, you know, because of COVID, we're trying to get permits just to just to be in the space. We'll buy you out for like two months. I'm like, all right, fine by me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll go on vacation, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it never happened. So whatever, you know, can't cry over spilled milk, you know. So, well, you know what?
0: They're building those studios right in, uh, you know, uh, kind of what, what uh, neighborhood uh, would that uh, be? Uh, I guess, uh, uh, Greenville. Yeah, right Bur- Yeah, on the border of Bergen Lafayette. Lafayette and Greenville. So I think they're going to be start- starting to shoot more movies and TV shows. Yeah, over Yeah, I so. think so. I, I know Opportunity they filmed, could arise again. I know
1: they film Chopped and all that stuff here. In yeah. Florida City. And
0: they, they uh, Queen Latifah's new show. She's yeah. doing uh, Oh God. What's it was Denzel Washington did a movie, but it was a show from like the 80s. Equalizer. Equalizer. She, yeah. yeah. So that that show is coming back with Queen Latifah, and they were filming in Jersey City. Yeah, that I so, saw, yeah. Uh, she's Newark-born and raised, so there you go.
1: Nice, man. You know you know who, who you should look up? I have a very good friend. Uh, maybe I can link you guys up together. His name's Yuri Alps. Okay. Um, he's worked with, like, Scorsese and stuff. Wow. He's, he's a good friend of mine. He actually makes movies. Awesome. Um, yeah. He's won a, a lot of uh, short film festivals and stuff like that. Um, He's produced a lot of uh, like soap, like soap operas. I'll show you some scenes when we're off. Yeah, Um, he's born, raised Newark um, from Portuguese, Brazilian parents. There you go. Um, And I am such a big fan of his his like the way he does things. It's so I mean, you can tell every single film you watch of his Mm -hmm. has you can tell it was him because he, it was, yeah, he has the, yeah he has like his signature he's like the camera the style, camera, the style. His, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah um the
0: great all the greats stu- do i mean you I watch mean. scorsese you're like that scorsese <sighs> you know, newer directors like pt not that he's newer but pt yeah. anderson
1: tarantino tarantino, tarantino. i you love know. tarantino <laughs> <laughs> i love him but yeah my i'm gonna show you some of his stuff man awesome. he's amazing man maybe you guys can link up interview him or something yeah, it's just always good I, to meet new people yeah, and just yeah. talk Absolutely
0: Well last but not least We got our little round of questions It's called Gut Instincts So it's just Whatever comes to your mind first
1: Favorite fast food Favorite fast food Um, I'm going to say I was going to say sushi I guess it's kind of Semi fast food nowadays Right I love sushi Uh, I would say maybe tacos Tacos Yeah yeah. Tacos Mexican Nice Yeah Yeah. Yeah. Good
0: options around here Uh, Go to alcoholic beverage uh, Negroni? That was Bourdain's drink. Yeah. Sweet or savory?
1: Ah, oh, man. Uh, savory, for yeah. sure. It's for sure. Favorite food city
0: uh, here in the
1: States and then abroad as well? Favorite food city? I'm going to have to say New Orleans as well, man. Yeah. It's like, it's <laughs> the story's amazing. amazing. Yeah. The script on, on, the, on the food there is phenomenal. Um, again, it's hard to find that anywhere else. Yeah, um, I've been the only other you know close enough similarity. I've been to Savannah, Georgia. You know, there's a lot of similar sure. things there. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans for sure. Uh, food. Um, I'm gonna have to say, you know, Porto in Portugal. That's when I when I, when I
0: when I can when we can all start traveling again. I w- I want to go back to Lisbon really bad, and I want to make it up to Porto. Yeah, like, it's yeah.
1: it's very like gotham city you know very origin <laughs> yeah.
0: portugal That's origins awesome. yeah yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like it's a country I, like. I want to explore so much yeah.
1: more oh you should man you'll love
0: it favorite cuisine
1: favorite cuisine uh, man that is a tough tough question man uh, these ah, are, are yeah killing me man yeah. Woo! man i i'm i love like chinese yeah. japanese I, I mean it's like which, it's, again, is
0: like, I feel like a, a cuisine. I mean, I, in the end, I guess all of them, you know, all cuisines. Once, Asian, once, once Asian, once Asian. They, Yeah, but once they, once they come here to the States, you know, there's very distinctual, like, Chinese-American, yeah. and,
1: and, you know. No, like, like, you know, like sashimi, for mm, example. You sure. know, just the fishes and, you know, uni and all that kind of stuff. Like, man, I love that stuff. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. seafood. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, I would say, for sure.
0: Favorite childhood snack. Snickers. Snickers? Yeah. Guilty pleasure food. What food are you maybe indulging in too much in?
1: Man, uh Twizzlers. Yeah? Yeah, that's my. Alright, so you said man.
0: savory before, but you definitely have yeah, a sweet tooth. I have yeah. a sweet tooth, yeah. but I'm
1: I'm definitely all about the savory. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I love Twizzlers, man. That, that's like my, <laughs> my my like guilty pleasure.
0: Favorite condiment.
1: Ketchup. You know, man. If I was being <laughs> asked the questions, I would be the same way. To ketchup. Uh, I get the ketchup on everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, that when uh, we we asked our server, like, oh, what is this? And it came with the
1: the the red salsa, the green one. And it, then the Brazilian like pico de gallo. Yeah,
0: okay. exactly. And it was and she just called it the vinaigrette. Right? Yeah. 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 Vinaigrette. Yeah. yeah. That's what she she was saying. And I was just like, man, I just want this. And yeah. I just want yeah. some like, I don't know, maybe some plantain chips or something. Yeah. I could just oh, like man. totally man. like it's just like, you know, like kind of like a tempenade, But like, it's just, right. It's yeah. kind of like a but yeah. it's not I, I so would, good.
1: I would. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. What's the last thing you ate? The last thing I ate, what did I eat today? Man, some of the food that that was uh, the, the family meal before yeah, I came yeah. up the stairs. Yeah. So it was, it was some, like macaroni and, and, and shredded beef. Uh, that was literally two spoonfuls before coming up to talk to you. Yeah, what would be your last meal? What would be my last meal? Uh, A nice big tray of Alaskan king crab legs. Ooh, what are you, what are you having a drink with that? Let's, <sighs> man, I don't know. A nice cold beer, perhaps. Yeah,
0: that'd be that would hit probably. The spot. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, a nice cold beer.
0: Now, obviously, restaurants are a huge part of your life, and you're, and, and I assume you're just always here. But do you prefer eating at home, like cooking for yourself at home, or going out to eat?
1: I love going out to eat. Yeah, yeah, I'm the type of person and I and I think it's funny because I I think it follows through and and Bourdain said that a lot Um, like we cook all these crazy things for everyone else. And and for us, we like bread and butter or or, like tacos, (laughs) burgers and like I'm kind of like that, you know, because at the end of the day, like I'm just I'm so tired of creating and doing and seeing and smelling like I want to just like. Quick, simple, tasty. Quick, simple yeah, like foods. I, yeah, I don't yeah. get Like, I don't need a play. Give me paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't... <laughs> you know, like, that's how I am. I'm so simple when it comes to eating. Yeah. Like, simple eat. What would be your spirit food? What food do you think
0: best embodies you, your personality?
1: I'm going to have to say sushi again. Yeah? Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you can put anything in a roll. You can okay. mix up all different types of flavors. Yeah. and. The end is like mind blowing, right? <laughs> so I, I I think that's kind of I'm like a mixed bag of all these little things as a, as a person and yeah. my, my personality. But in the end, you know, it come it comes all together nicely. You know what I mean? Awesome.
0: Yeah. You go to the movies. What kind of snack you having?
1: Mm-hmm. Twizzlers. Twizzlers. <laughs> yeah. Twizzlers and popcorn. Yeah. Twizzlers <laughs> is all day. That's my. That's my. And uh,
0: last but not least, a great lesson you've learned when it comes to food.
1: Oh man, when it comes to food, um, never um, basically you know give up on what you believe in, on on you know on your creations, on on authenticity, on um, you know it's it's like you know again going back to Broa where essentially this all started. Um, where i stuck to my guns you know and and that's basically the lesson i've learned stick to your guns you know if that's your message if that's your script do not change it for anyone regardless of the reviews you get regardless of what they say you know uh because at the end of the day you know like most greats now that we're touching on 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 movies most great actors mo you know uh stallone he took his script for Rocky. They turned him down, right? Yeah, he, yeah. He, he sold his own dog that he loved to death to get some money to to eat or whatever. And then uh, one day down the road, somebody loved his script and boom, now he look where Oscar he is. He's like, movie yeah, he's one of the richest yeah. actors in the world, you know? So <laughs> yeah. it's 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 kind of where I base my principles off of. Again, going back to the movies I chose it's yeah. never give up. Always keep going, you know, uh, tunnel vision, fight,
0: yeah. fight, 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 no Be matter like how Tom bad. Be like Tom Cruise, yeah. close your eyes and put the pedal yeah, to the metal. Yeah, put
1: the pedal to the metal, and, and you know what, listen, what's meant to happen will happen, What whatever's meant to pan out is going to pan out, uh, you know what, and so what, you know, if you don't like how I season my steak, I don't give a shit, you know what I mean, like, you don't like it, don't eat here, man. You know, there's plenty of restaurants, plenty of different cuisine, plenty of different steaks, you know, and and that's that, you know, I and and that's how I do everything. You know what? If you think it's too expensive, don't come. If you don't like the flavor, don't come. Mm-hmm. If you don't like the ambiance, don't come. If you don't like the music, don't come. But at the end of the day, it's my script. I wrote this. This is how it's supposed to be. And I'm not changing it. I'm not making you chicken parm. I'm not taking garlic out of this ripping garlic. <laughs> I'm not not putting cilantro in it because, you know, not only are 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 you not being authentic you're you're devaluing the dish for what it is you know it's it's kind of like you know oh why don't you get rid of that shirt i don't like it well it's <laughs> your shirt you yeah. know what i mean yeah. you, you know you're you're like demoralizing the the dish yeah. the, the the person who's making it you know that's the way it's meant to be don't change it don't tweak it period and that's what how what i would say i've learned is you know stick to it because Your real followers—the people who really appreciate what you do—you know, day in and day out—and the dedication that you put into whatever it is—I'm going to use
0: that—not
1: not not just um, cooking—they will always follow you. They will always come. Yeah, people
0: people will find it, or if you have followers already, they will stay along with you on this journey. Yeah, Yeah. there's
1: thousands and millions of people in the world. I mean, there's enough for to go around for everyone. So you know, I would definitely say that stick to the guns and. And then pull through, man. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, man, I can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast. Please, uh, right now, tell the foodies out there where they can find you. Obviously, you know, both restaurants and any social media, anything.
1: like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm always out and about. You can find me walking around the neighborhood <laughs> or wherever. But, yeah, you know, you can catch us uh, at Bro Cafe um, uh, on Instagram at Aira, uh, E-I-R-A or at Tambourine underscore bar. Uh, or to, to stay updated on on, uh, on everything. I mean, it's self-explanatory. We do a lot of cross-marketing between all the spaces. Yeah. So um, as you can see, you'll be able, it's, it's very easy to, to, to navigate through our social media. <laughs> um, yeah. Awesome. Nice it, man. Thank you. And we have a little catchphrase
0: to end every episode. It's something my grandmother always says. It's, there's more to cut. So if you don't mind telling the foodies out there that there's more to cut.
1: There's more to cut. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yummy, 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 I got love in my tummy and I feel like I'm loving you. Help you such a sweet thing, good enough to eat thing, and
0: it's just a while.